Welcome to the Just Listed Podcast. I'm Amy Fox. And I'm Joanna Esda from Real Estate by Joe. So a lot of stuff happening in the market right now, Joe. Oh my gosh, right? The big word shift. Everything's yeah. a shift. Is that like a nice way to put it? <laughs> is that the professional way to say The market is shifting. <laughs> and, but it sounds kind of like... Take out a few letters. Out, take out a letter there. <laughs> so, okay, let's just talk about how everybody's responding to that like okay say i'm a home buyer right now interest rates are up up on the rise so what are you seeing from buyers right now run chicken little run (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding don't really run don't really run i'm going to tell you this is a complete sales pitch but i heard it from one of my friends who's an investor he's a financial advisor he's my financial advisor right so he's done well he goes here's the deal if you need to buy buy if you can afford it at the interest rate buy and then refinance later oh there you go the interest rates like being pregnant you're not pregnant forever it's not high forever right Mm -hmm. so watch the rate and refinance yeah like that makes so much sense we did that with our first house i kind of forgot about it everybody refinances yeah everybody does so you know what if you can afford to buy and need to buy buy it's okay and actually the beauty of the interest rate being up less buyers to compete with so oh, there you go. Buyers can take a big deep breath. So breathe, breathe and be okay with a higher interest rate and go, oh, I can still afford it. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're a good solid buyer. And now you don't have to compete with seven other people. Yeah. It does seem like, I mean, I don't have my eye on the market like you do, but I've got a house for sale right across the street from my house and it's been sitting there. And I thought, this wouldn't have sat there. No, but a few it's months been ago. sitting there for like, what, a week? I mean, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing i had a seller go it's been a week it feels like an eternity (laughs) and i it's like i know because before it was literally within days i mean you had we had to put things on strategically and they'd have 13 14 showings in three days and like seven offers and and where it's you're gonna get an offer in a week now you're gonna get four showings in a week you know it's like sure breathe through it it's okay and it is okay and the reality is sellers have their price right right now too. Like buyers have more control right now and they have time to think. So don't get excited sellers, right? The buyers can say, okay, I want to look at this. Okay. I want to look at it twice. Mm -hmm. I can do that. And then get an offer in. I still think it's important that buyers get their offers in before there was always these deadlines. They were waiting. I still think it's important buyers. If you like something, Write your offer up and submit it to the seller. Yeah. Get and your coming. best offer and get, you know, your pre-approval done and all that, yeah, right? You still yeah. want to still have be your homework good, done. Yep. Still be a good buyer. Still be a good buyer. And then put a deadline on the seller. Like sellers, hey, by the way, I want a response. And sellers, yeah, give them a response. Mm-hmm. Because the buyers that are out there shopping right now are good, solid buyers that can afford in a higher interest rate. So that's your better, that's your cream of crop buyer, right? Mm-hmm. But the sellers also got to realize like we are coming off of two solid years of double digit inflation on home sale prices. So when you put that number on your listing, realize that's a strong number, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it shouldn't be, oh my God, because there was a time period it was like, okay, list here. And the sellers are like, well, I want to list here. And it was like, how much higher are you going to get going to get than that? Now it's like, list here. This is what your home is worth. 
but it's an inflated value from the last how, couple years. Right. So that's an okay price. Right, right. That's a it good is price. an okay price. And again, patience is a virtue because these buyers, even though they're the cream of the crop, they can be choosier and take their time and yeah. just really think about that option. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that whole, that word shifting, it's always a shift, right? And I work in the trenches. I'm an active broker. Like they call it a working general. I'm a working general. So I work with my staff. I'm out there selling. I'm out there showing my, I have the pul- my finger on the pulse of the market. And so I see these changes within days and that's really where it is. And it's okay. It's okay to be that way. There's still plenty of buyers out there but sellers also need to be in touch with pricing like and quickly respond like respond within 2 weeks to a price reduction and don't get scared that that sends the wrong signal because they're out there shopping the higher that interest rate gets the less that the buyers are going to feel comfortable right as a as an agent uh and a real estate <laughs> owner does your brain just do whiplash when all this happens? how do you keep up with it um, I think I'm. Just, I mean, it's your thing, but right, it's my thing. Unlike shoes, <laughs> <laughs> busted a pair of shoes today. Whoops! Again, <laughs> again. I think I want to have a personal shopper so that like they can put outfits together. I am a hot mess talking about that. Like, how do I keep up with it? I'm in the trenches, so like I'm out there running around with them. I'm out there showing and doing that stuff. So how do I keep up? I just always do it, and I'm always talking. I love to talk, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just a wealth of information i come in the office i'm like this is what i saw today this is or i do so many offers i'm like okay this is what i saw with these offers i mean i see the change instantaneously it's really what i see right and everybody's coming to you what should i do what should i do what What should i do do? so if Mm -hmm. someone's a seller okay so then they're sitting there and like we talked about you know buyers now can be choosier but they're going to be better buyers in a way because Mm -hmm. they have the funds to deal with these interest rates. But if you're a seller, what's your best strategy? Um, get a real price on your home. So do a CMA. Call Real Estate by Joe, right? Number one, call Real Estate by Joe. Read our reviews, choose us. But get a market. Like I can give you an idea of your home. You could look on Zillow and get an idea of your home. But do a market analysis and specifically a good market analysis. That's what we do. Our numbers are based off of what appraised values are. We we reach out to appraisers, see what their numbers are, and we put it together. It's statistical data that says, Homes like yours, that nothing's exact, sell for this much per square foot. Your home is worth approximately this much. And pricing right in there. Pricing right in your recommended is where you're going to do well. You're going to make the most money with the least amount of time on the market and the least amount of inconveniences to you. Yeah. I mean, that just makes sense. I don't know. Uh, that Zillow estimate it doesn't seem like it's like super accurate, is it? How could it be? I don't know. It seems way. It's always seemed way off to me. Right. So tell me how <laughs> it, it's weird. And you know what's funny is if your home hasn't been on the market for a long time, or you've remodeled and it doesn't know it, it's been way off. And I've had people they're like, well, I went in there and started adding all the stuff, and it's like it changed. Well, yeah, of course you gave it the information. You're putting in your CMA data like I do, but I also can tell you. I've been in the Joneses, the Smiths, and the and the Johnsons home, and I know how you compare to them. Zillow hasn't and mm. has no idea. It's just statistical data. Right. So we'll give you statistical data, and then I'll say, okay, my professional opinion is right here. So how much does it affect, you know, because you get the appraisal done, and they always look at, like, the comparables right. around. So with what's happened with other homes that might have sold over the last I don't know, year, however long we've been in that. How will that change people's value? 
Well, it, it's that's why. Okay, so when we do a market analysis, is essentially the same, similar. I can't say same as an appraisal. So that'll tell you right there. That's where your appraised value should come in at. We because we use their numbers, we chat with them, we see we try to jive our values with their values. And when I say our values and their values, adjustments. So that means I'm going to adjust for the amount of garage stalls you have, bathrooms you have, updates you have, acreage you have, you know, things like that. Those things that you have to go inside Mm -hmm. and look at and condition. And then I go, okay, what are appraisers using for those adjustments? And I use the same. So I can say, okay, here's what your home is going to appraise out essentially or should within reason, right? And then they can go, okay, those comparables, because I use comparables. And then we can go, okay, this is where it should be. And if you get a bad appraisal, because that can happen, you can get a bad realtor, Mm -hmm. you can get a bad CMA. We can say, no, here's the comparables we use. This is why size, age, amenities. And send them over there and say, okay, you're low on your appraisal. Or, yeah, we're right on. You should appraise out. You're fine. Mm-hmm. You know? So who do they ultimately listen to? Hopefully their their agent, right? Well, if it, yeah, a seller will choose us, hopefully, and, and list. Ultimately, it's their decision. So, yeah. And then when the uh, you're saying if the appraisal comes in and it's wrong or it's bad. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That's a whole conversation in itself. Because <laughs> it really depends on the appraisal. Some people have an ego and yeah. they're like, nope, not changing it too bad. You know, and then we have to deal with adjustments, price adjustments. Are we coming down? Is the buyer coming up? Are we meeting in the middle or is the deal off? Yeah. You always yeah, got options. Quite a crazy puzzle you're dealing with every day. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I tell people I get paid to solve problems. Right, you do, for Mm -hmm. real. It is a wild thing. So I know that you're not a fortune teller, but where (laughs) where are you seeing things going? Like, can you give a glimpse of what you kind of think will happen in the next few months or so? Yeah, I think the market's going to stay strong. Um, I have said this since the beginning. It's a housing inventory shortage. It's not a overvalue so in like 2005 six seven they were building a ton of homes there was a lot of construction there was a surplus of homes so there was a surplus of buyers everybody wanted to buy because it's like all these homes are available now it's actually a lack of inventory and a surplus of buyers so that's why they're adjusting the interest rate right Mm -hmm. but the interest rate isn't only taking care of the problem because there still are buyers right so the market's going to stay strong, I do believe. The interest rate is going to continue to go up, I've been told. Hopefully, it finds a, a flat spot where it can sit, right? So, we're all going to shift and it's going to slow down a little bit. So, expectations have to change. Like, we're not going to sell in a day. We're going to sell in a week. We're going to sell in a month. If we try to price high, which is okay, we also need to do those price reductions and and do them strategically and buyers also need to go if i want this home i need to come in with an offer i still think buyers should make offers right away and not wait Mm -hmm. if you go look at it you like it throw your offer in even if it's a little bit low but figure out where low is right so i don't think we need to turn to the point of like insulting because i think some buyers have really read this as like "Woo, there's gonna be deals (laughs) out there and it's like no twenty thousand dollars under isn't taking it yet you know (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's funny. Um, now I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> what should <laughs> I you? I thought do? I had a great question. Oh, um, so are you seeing it even out the problem where? I mean, I guess it was 
in some ways a good problem, but maybe not. People were like, oh, okay, I can sell my house for so much more, but then where am I going to live? Where am I going to go? What am I going to buy? Is that kind of easing up a little bit or... Um, I don't think that's easing up at all, actually. I feel like all the buyer calls I've gotten lately are people that are like, so, I know we bought our house like two years ago from you or whatever. I'm like, yeah. They're like, how much is it worth now? And I'm like, well, (laughs) it's worth about this much more. They're like, that's great. So, can I buy? Uh, Yeah, you can. They're like, so we're going to start looking. And they still have that equity in their home, right? Yeah. But now they can take a little bit more time and look, which is better. It helps. It, it's going to help solve the problem because it's going to allow those people that have a house to sell that truly have to go somewhere. Before, they were like, I have to sell to buy, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, I can't go in non-contingent because we talked about those options. Find a relative, find a friend to buy, phone a friend to buy, right? Yeah, right. Where now, those people are going to start being able to use those contingencies, which will allow more inventory on the market, which is a good thing. Right. right? Yeah. It's always good to have those options. I don't. It's like the Wild West. I, I mean, my brain is exhausted <laughs> when I hear you talk about all that. I'm like, you deal with this every single every day. day. Mm-hmm. Every single day. Uh, any unique situations going on right now that you can think of that, you know, people might not have thought of that they might run into? Um, I think they're going to start running into chain closings. I had that years ago. So the start of our incline of our market, I remember it was like 2015-ish. It was nothing for me to do back-to-back closings of people selling and to buy, to buy and sell. And I have had like five in a row where that first person bought and then they had to sell to buy, to sell to buy, to sell to buy. And there was a chain reaction of five homes like that. It was... (sighs) So, yeah. So if somebody in the mix, it's like a domino effect. If some domino doesn't fall down, like they can't close, there's a hiccup. It's a big mess. That just makes me break out into a sweat thinking about it. I mean, it's so, there's so many things out of your control. Yeah. You know, but it's kind of like, um, you know, what is worrying going to let you do? Just prepare. If you're, right. a, if you're a buyer, do your thing, get pre-approved, you know, look at what's out there. And like you said, I think it was a really good point. Yes, the rates are high, but you can refinance later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then if you're a seller, just, you know, be patient and have your home ready, your property ready. Start considering those home sale contingencies, I think. That's my advice to sellers. Like, start considering that home sale contingency. Same with buyers. Like, start putting that home sale contingency on there. The interest rate's higher. You have a little bit more time to breathe. You need a home, but you're not going to be homeless. What a great time to get into the market, right? Yeah. But work with an agent like myself. Like, I have to say, we are awesome buy and sell agents. I've been doing it for so many years. I know how to work with buyers that have a house to sell. We get their house ready. I've previewed it. I know price. We got an idea. So then we go make an offer and it's like, okay, we know. And realistically, you as the buyer know what your house is going to sell for. We look at homes, find something you like. And then we talk about strategy. How quickly can we get this sold? What's the realistic time frame? And we do that. And mm-hmm. I know when I go up against other agents that are listing agents, they're like, okay. And I say, I'm, I've looked at their home. You're welcome to preview it. Here's our process. This is what it's going to be worth. We've already done pictures. We're ready to go on the market tomorrow. And they're like, oh yeah. And realistically it should sell in two weeks. Oh, okay. Nobody's out any time. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, now, are you still seeing the, the like the coming soon listings in that kind of frantic 
buying and selling that fast? Um, I, we're still seeing coming soons. I think you'll see coming soons forever. Yeah. I think it's great. Um, do I see people buying them in the coming soon process as much? No. Okay. All of a sudden that's like, woo. I was trying to, in my terms, explain what that was from our previous (laughs) podcast to my husband. And he's like, huh? (laughs) What? It's, you can't go in it, but you could buy it. And I was like, yep. Weird. I know. <laughs> and it, the goal, like, there's is no perfect solution, right? And the goal of the National Association of Realtors, and I, pr- I applaud them for doing this, is was to try to get more consumers in the home because what was happening, and I agree with it, but it's like, okay, you can't tell somebody they can't sell. So I get that. What was happening is we were putting homes on the market live immediately. And so people could book and show. And it was like people were coming from all over the world and states and even days like you might have been like at a conference, but you wanted to see that house and you're like, I can't get there tonight. And they were taking offers and it was selling in two days. And you're like, I couldn't even get in the home where the goal of coming soon was like, okay, we're going to put it out there to the world. You cannot get in this for a week, two days, 10 days, whatever it is, up to 21, but you can Mm pre-book. So you're like, okay, I can't get there, but I can get it there these three days. And so you know to be there within the few first days that it was on the market, it is on the market, you still should do that. But you had time to plan. Everybody had time to prepare to get there, to see the home, put in offers. Right. And- The government can't say, industry can't say, you can't sell this. You know, that's where if somebody truly looked at it online and was like, whatever, roll the dice, I don't care. I like it enough online, I'm good with it. Right. They have that right. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Because the government can't tell you, no, you can't sell your home, right? Right. So I know consumers got mad at that, but that's the reality. And it's like, I'm not going to buy a home and not look at when I don't look at it. But that's okay. That's your comfort level. I have to tell you, I have helped people graduate to doing that in our market because it was so, it was just so busy. And I can tell you my business partner, Casey, I made him do that (laughs) twice. And it's the best. He loved you for oh that. Oh my God. <laughs> him and I are so polar opposites. I'm like totally the person that he's like, he goes, I don't even know how you do this. And I'm like, great, because you're going to do it. <laughs> so he didn't. He bought a house. He's bought two properties now without even looking at them ever. Wow. One we did a drive by, the other one I did the walkthrough for him. <laughs> yep. Wow. Actually, I think it's three now, but yeah. Have you made him go shopping for you lately? Oh, yeah, I've done that. Maybe I should have him buy shoes. You should. So should we tell them? I want to see what he comes in with. Um, She blew out uh, her flip-flop like uh, um, uh, what Jimmy Buffett would say. Um, But no, it's these nice heels. But you did admit that they're not new. They're quite well-loved. I know, but... And then they broke, and she's stuck with these, like, sporty flip-flops in her her car. At least you had another pair of shoes in your car. I have to, because I'm such a hot mess. So Amy and I were talking about, before (laughs) we got on air, like, being a hot mess, because she looks cute with this little hat on. And I'm, like, dressed up cute, but if you look at my shoes, I'm wearing straight-up, like, sandal (laughs) flip-flops. Like, what? And it's because I go running around all day, working in the trenches, but I like to look cute, and I'm into wedge heels. Oh, yeah. Because I've tried the stilettos and it looks like I'm aerating people's lawns. Oh, yeah. No, wedges wedges are a better option. I Other than I can kind of, I twist my ankle kind of easily on them. But There's different types of wedges. See, I could help you buy because these you would do that. They're thinner, but I buy the wider ones. But long story short, I, I've blown out three pairs of mm-hmm. wedges this year. Oh, my God. And it's July. Casey, 
Go shopping and keep a stash. So I don't look like such a mess. But okay, so back to real estate. Um, Are you finding, so we were talking a while ago about how you even find an agent and, you know, people could interview and just call you or whatever and get to know you. And that wasn't happening with how fast the market was. Are you finding that people are doing their research on agents anymore or not or what do you what do you suggest people do i think people you know what i am not a big review reader but i think it is important to read reviews Mm -hmm. i do i think that word of mouth is important get some personal referrals who do you use and as a buyer don't be afraid to call and just say hey can i ask you a few questions and see if you like how they spoke to you like Mm -hmm. the information they gave you and or look at a few properties with a few different agents i honestly think in person is the best like and then just see what you how you feel comfortable with who you feel comfortable with yeah isn't it weird just um in general how people just they click with someone and then they don't with another it doesn't mean somebody's bad or whatever but there's just people that you're just like okay i trust this person i feel comfortable with this person you know we have good communication whatever it is it's just kind of a weird human thing i think it is and that's why i work with a team because not everybody's gonna love me i'm pretty intense i'm pretty high energy like some people are like whoa (laughs) i've had people go you talk so fast i can't even hear you and i said i know i know i do i'm sorry so then they're a good fit for casey because he's a polar opposite and we just added ben Mm -hmm. to our team so he's new young and so i love to talk to people i love to scrub leads it's one of my favorite things and i talk to people in the sense of like call in and i'm like you know who you'd be great for and they're like what and i say it's ben it's casey it's ashton and they're like really but i try to put people with the personalities that Mm -hmm. they're gonna fit best with yeah that's so awesome Mm -hmm. all right anything else that we need to know about this market and the crazy stuff going on well just enjoy the ride right (laughs) still buy put your offer in right away if you're a buyer don't but know that you got some time to breathe but Putting on a a deadline, realistically, I think a couple of days or, you know, don't just do 24 hours. I hate that because sometimes the offer comes over at like 9 p.m. at night. So give your seller some time to respond, but also say, hey, I want a response in a time frame. And sellers know that you're coming off of high prices. It's okay to price right around that recommended and, and to actively be active on watching the market and adjust your price if you need to. So if people want to find you, get a hold of you, where where are you directing them, Joe? Real Estate by Joe online. So J-O online.com on Facebook, Google us, and always um, downtown by Big Ole, Real Estate by Joe, hardworking Minnesota farm girl. All right, thanks. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one.
Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. You made it. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of this place where the kids aren't asking for the Wi-Fi. Mom, can we go to the pool? And when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. 